Our our words are spells. Our words are spells. That's why they call it spelling. Thank you, Thomas Moon Eagle. Thank you, Thomas (laughs) Moon Eagle, for that. Yeah. You know, and I think Mystic Dylan said, you know, match just the law of attraction with tools. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, that is. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like, there's so much magic infused in every single aspect of our reality Mm -hmm. that we choose to discard. Hi guys! Hello! Welcome to Ed Arlene's Spirit Cast. If you're new to this podcast, we talk about all things related to mindfulness, magic, astrology, tarot, meditation, Reiki, um, yeah, anything in that realm. Yep. Uh, today we are chatting about manifesting. Uh, this will probably fall into the law of attraction, but also applies to um, like spell work, I guess. You know, manifesting the law of attraction is magic. Uh, whether you recognize it as that or not, I choose to identify it as falling into the realm of magic. Um, and then we, you know, it's inspired by a talk I heard. Um, I was listening to this guy talk. His name is Joe Gallenberger, and he is the author of Liquid Luck, the Good Fortune Handbook. Um, and it's also, we're also probably going to reference a couple other things that um, are inspiring this very loose chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just want to touch on it because we never really talk about the law of attraction. Nope, we don't. Uh, a lot of people like the law of attraction. <laughs> well, it, the law of attraction is just one of the universal laws. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there was a huge rise of popularity of the law of attraction, what, 2016? 20, yeah, 2016, I think. I feel like, well, 2006, I think The Secret came out. Oh, yeah, 2006. There was like a resurgence, probably. So, massive resurgence in 2016. And I know everybody who's listening to this has seen, like, you know, the YouTube gurus and mm-hmm. people, these personalities that capitalize off of this stuff. And I feel um, like the law of attraction is like the gateway for a lot of people into like spirituality. It, it but, always reminds me of like that Johnny Goth's on The Better Place. It's like, hey. Yeah. Like, this is so cool. Test it out. See if it works. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what I always think about because like, I feel like that's what people get into first and they're like, wait, There's this more. works. What else is out there? Mm-hmm. There's more happening. Like, I'll never forget, like, your first manifest, you know, when you start manifesting things, um, you're like, I have this power. Like, what? When you're consciously manifesting. Yeah, when you're yeah. consciously manifesting and then it goes deeper, mm-hmm. you know? But, um... It's like, the, yeah, the resurgence in 2016, because like everybody knows about The Secret. I'm sure everybody knows about it. There's a yeah. movie, there's a book. You know, it's one of the most popular books ever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the starting point for most people. Yeah. And then you just go down the rabbit hole, and then boom, you're Reiki masters. You are magical bitches like us. You know, yeah, I mean, definitely. Because then once you, like, learn about the law of attraction, you start getting invested in what the other spiritual laws are and um depending on the book you read there might be different takes on those spiritual laws um which i think is also interesting uh so, and also there's probably like overlap with like hermetic principles and things like that which, massive um, we'll probably talk about like the i don't know if i'm saying it right the kaibalon or yeah kabili i don't know there's, i'm not sure if i'm saying it right it just Whatever. <laughs> but we'll probably touch in on some of the hermetic stuff maybe at some point um, in one of the episodes. But today is about manifesting. And uh, we will have the books linked down below. 
Uh, we are going to do an episode on the Game of Life and how to play it because it's one of my favorite Law of Attraction books. But we might link a couple other ones if you want to, like, read more. Um, yeah, whatever we reference. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we should definitely link an Abraham Hicks book. Yes. Um, because that is also one of my favorite Law of Attraction yeah. authors. Um, and then I did not read Liquid Luck yet. That is on my book list. I just heard him speak about it. Uh, but I will link that in case you are curious about it, because a lot of people have a lot of good results with that book. We're getting it. Um, yeah, it's on the list, so mm-hmm. um, that'll be my next Law of Attraction book that I read. And uh, what other ones? Eh, we'll, we'll, whatever we mention, we'll link, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, before we start talking about manifesting, I do want to remind you that we sell candles. Uh, we have a candle shop. All our fall candles are out. Our pumpkin candle is the best. Yep. It is the best pumpkin candle. I don't care what anybody says it is. <laughs> Seriously, um, it really is. So that's li- we'll have that link down below as well. And then do you want to tell everybody where they can find us at? Yeah. You, so go ahead and give us a follow on any platform you're listening to this on. Um, and on social media. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Pinterest. And we just started using our Facebook page. We created it a couple years ago. We didn't know how to use it. We're not Facebookers. But we're using it now, so go follow us over there, too. Um, and we have a YouTube channel where we post Reiki-infused videos almost every single day. Mm-hmm. Go over there and get some whatever you need, whatever Reiki yeah. you need. We have very – we cover so many different topics, whatever you're feeling. We have different mm-hmm. playlists. It's really cool. Go get that, and then you can go to our website at Arlene.com and sign up to get a free Reiki every month. We get mm-hmm. to all of it new basement for our, our email list gets one. Um, we appreciate that too. And then we also have a Patreon where we post Patreon exclusives only on Patreon. You can go over there and become a patron. We appreciate your support and we thank you for listening to this podcast. Yeah. All right. So at the time of recording, we are going into Libra season. Uh, also we will be voting very soon if you live in America. So we want to remind everybody to vote. Please. And, uh, there's going to be a little ditty about that uh, for our ad break (laughs) (laughs) that we recorded um, for Democracy Works. And, um, you know, this is not a political podcast, but if you want to listen to one, our bestie has a amazing podcast called The Delve. And he has a lot of resources, too, to help people help people vote and get information and stuff like that. So go give The Delve podcast a listen. It's on every major podcast network. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. If you want to be political. But. If you want to listen to some uh, good political content. Yeah. Solid content. <laughs> <laughs> really, I'm really gassing this up. No, seriously, if you really want to go listen yeah. to some good political content that's not bullshit, mm-hmm. um, go give it a whirl. All right. Uh, okay, I think that's it. Okay. All right. All right, we're back. Um, okay, so I wanted to start off with something that I thought was really interesting. There's a couple things I want to touch on. So I want to touch on um, manifesting. So if you're not familiar with manifesting, uh, it is the concept, the idea that we create our realities, that our thoughts become things, that our emotional state can manifest things into our lives. 
um, what we think about, we create. So if you believe that you are a really good cook, that you will be a very good cook um, because the universe will create a path for you to become that. Um, that's like the loosest interpretation. There's a lot of different variations of it. If you are just hearing about this for the first time, I highly suggest that you read some books on the law of attraction and on manifesting and then, um, you know, go from there. Yeah, we'll have some recommendations linked down below, but we have a book recommendation list on our website. Mm -hmm. We'll have that linked to... Um, do we, I think we have, it, we have it broken down by section. We do. We and have it like um, law of attraction, yeah. witchcraft, stuff like that. We always joke there's like um, beginning, middle, and like super mm -hmm. advanced books. So like good ones to start with would be like The Secret, The Law of Attraction by Abraham Hicks, uh, well Esther Hicks, um, channeled by Abraham Hicks. Um, what else? It Works. I would say It Works, um, The Game of Life and How to Play It, uh... Louise Hay, she's another really prominent Law of Attraction author. You um, Can Heal Your Life. Yeah, so that's a good one. Oh, <laughs> Get so passionate about that book, You yeah. Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. Like, um, literally, it will, if you're going through anything right now, on any level, give that a whirl. Because mm -hmm. it, it, it will help. Um, Bob Proctor is a good Law of Attraction author. Anything by him. Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Hill. Um, Wallace. D. Waddles. Waddles. He is a good one. Um, a lot of people like that we've read. There's a, a whole bunch of them out there. Like I said, or like Arlene said, we have a book list, so you can reference that. Um, that'll be linked. We're linking everything for you guys. Everything. You know, everything. Just go down and you can get it, or you can just go straight to some of the books we link. Um, so today I wanted to talk about, um, manifesting and one of the things I want to touch on was how our feelings correspond with what we manifest. So, you know, um, if you feel like crap and you see the world, like it's horrible, that's like the world that you are going to cultivate for yourself. So I was listening to a guy named, um, like I said, Joe Gallenberger speak and he said that he uses... He does his manifesting out of love, happiness, and like that raising that vibration. So um, there's this midpoint frequency where you're just present. So then you're not, you are not like manifesting negative or bad because you're not focusing on anything. And that's like if you feel like in a weird place, you can get yourself to that midpoint and then you go higher. Um, a reference to that is um, the idea of reality transurfing. Book will be linked down below. He talks about how... <laughs> I call that... That's like a super advanced... That's up there with... Um, I don't know. I always call like The Course of Miracles super advanced too. It just depends on what where people are at and what you're called to. Whatever you need. You, you know? The, uh, the, what he uses pendulums as a good reference where he says that um think of like where your pendulum is like going like and that's what you're focusing on and that's what you're giving energy to and then that's what your reality becomes so reality transurfing is kind of like plays more along the lines of shifting your reality but there's still like you know a lot of the stuff there's overlap like the idea of law of attraction manifesting magic stuff like that there's a lot of overlap with all of it and a lot of it is, is probably like the same thing just different wording 
Um, so like, you know, if you're doing a spell, you're setting an intention and getting the energy that way. That's the same thing as like doing an affirmation list or like sitting down and writing, a, you know, things that you're putting on your vision board or whatever. Gratitude. Yeah. Journaling. Yeah. Now, I'm glad you mentioned that. So the point of this Joe guy is he says that he operates out of like love. So he sets that frequency at love because that's the highest one and like happiness But he'll use um, gratitude as a tool to get himself at that higher frequency. Because when you start doing gratitude lists, you start to perceive the world differently. You start being thankful for everything that you have. And then um, affirmations, they're very popular with the law of attraction because they help to reprogram that ego that we talked about in our ego episode. You start to rewire how you perceive the world. Um, now, the, the reason why I'm bringing him up is because one of the things he says I thought was really interesting is that he talks about how not everybody is going to easily be able to get to that happy, like, all love frequency. So a lot of people are just like, oh, meditate, it'll be fine. Or, oh, do this, it'll be fine. Or, oh, just do all these affirmations, it'll be, be fine. And he talks about how getting to that frequency is going to be different for everybody and that there's different ways to get your, to yourself to that like love frequency. Like some people are naturally just very optimistic and happy. So then it's like, well, what do I do if I'm not? Like, what if I? What do I do if I'm just me or or I'm depressed? Yes. Or I have anxiety. Like, or in this can be in like a clinical way, sense too. Like, what do you do if you have? you are going to therapy for something or you know what you just can't manifest good stuff like and he's like no like that's not true that you just have to find what works for you to get to that point some people who are depressed they just change their job and they're fine where other people have to go speak to a therapist every week and receive they may have to receive medication for but what is important is that they're able to get to that love frequency and that happiness frequency and I thought that was really cool that he addressed um, sometimes I think that mental health stuff gets a little bit overlooked whenever we talk about all these things. It does, because it's still, it's valid. Like, whatever mm-hmm. you're going through is valid, and going to therapy, therapy's good for everybody. doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you are, having someone to talk to um, is important, yeah. whether it be friends, family, or, like, a therapist, or whatever. But I'm glad that he touched on that, because, like, people are always like, I don't want to take my medicine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, take the medicine. If you need it, if it makes you feel mm-hmm. better. Yeah. Um, whatever your beliefs are, because we all are different and we all go through different things and have different experiences mm-hmm. in this life that we're dealing with. And it's unrealistic to think that there's one size fit all solution yeah. for that, which is cool. Yeah. So I thought that was like interesting. So my takeaway from it is you have to figure out a way to get yourself to perceive the world with love and happiness and find, or if you can't be that, to be that neutral so you're not giving energy to like anything that is going to affect you in a negative way. But the easiest way to manifest is when you're vibrating higher, which is like interesting I always think about because it seems like we're so like hyper-focused on like the negative things in our like Western society. Speaking of how I was raised, it seems like it's so much easier to say something negative to somebody or to yourself. And it's weird that that will inhibit our manifesting and but that is like the standard of operation for us and and we have to like train ourselves to see the good in people and to see the light in people whenever everybody has has that like you know you have both so it's like just interesting to think about that we're as like a society we're trying to fix this programming that the world is is over the world sucks yeah like you know 
it's shifting shifting the programming to look at life differently and not from a gotta get mine um competition aspect Mm -hmm. of things yeah because you're you're believing that it'll you know you're kind of giving it to the universe so that gets into the idea of um like feeling versus thought now um one of the things the law of attraction is you're often you know you're told your thoughts become things and i mean we we say that all the time because it is true but sometimes like I can, you know, I found myself getting tripped up and I think a lot of people get tripped up thinking that everything that they think about is going to manifest. So then you start getting paranoid that any like weird thought you have is going to, oh great, I just thought that I'm clumsy. Now I'm going to be falling all over the place. You know, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like every like passing thought you have is going to like manifest in front of you. So all of a sudden you're just like, you know, just sitting there like. I feel like everybody gets tripped up in that when you get into Especially law of attraction. Start, yeah. Like you're like, oh no, I got to do my gratitude list every day. Mm-hmm. I have to think only positive thoughts. That's extremely unrealistic. Yeah. So. I don't know. That's just me. I mean, we're human. Like. It is unrealistic. It's extremely unrealistic. And you get fixated on it. I gotta gotta constantly do the affirmations, constantly Mm -hmm. do the gratitude list, constantly... I I don't know. I want to say, like, put on a front. Yeah, so that's where, you know, there's a lot of, like, people who are, like, oh, they can't... No light and love, like, all that stuff. And I think it's because of that energy. Like, Like, you're faking it. And it's not fake it till you make it. It's that you're not going within and working things out and healing things because you're so paranoid that I have to think only happy thoughts, only happy thoughts. So then you can, you just like put all of the things that need worked through away and you're not like, well, why can't I manifest? Why can't I have, you know, why isn't this stuff happening? It's because you still have all these like energy blocks and all these things that you like just pushed aside because there's, you're so- there's uh, energy blocks. There's the healing, the shadow, there is divine timing, there's so many things at play. Yeah, ancestral healing. That's ancestral like its own healing. podcast, like on its own. Like, how come I'm not like able to manifest X, Y, and Z? And one of the things he talks about is how like sometimes people can manifest certain areas of their life. Like they can manifest things easier than they can other areas of their lives. So that's why you'll see like somebody who's like super rich, but their love life is shit, or like they're like really have a lot of really good like friendships and stuff like that and they're like super creative except they can't like you know figure out their sole purpose and like unlock those doors and they said it's because there might be certain blocks and certain like energetic things going on in those areas that are making that manifesting slower so that's whenever you would go into some sort of healing practice leaf work yeah so you know you can do it on your own you know there's reiki all the cores that you're going within and figuring out well why isn't this not manifesting for me or like for like fi- focusing on the how. Yeah. Like how is this going to work? How am I going to get that money or how mm-hmm. am I going to get, you know, the followers or yeah. whatever your your goal is? Like how is this going to happen instead of focusing on the why? Yeah. So the like back at like the thought when we were talking about thoughts, what is important for manifesting is the feeling. Like why are you doing this? You were saying is are you doing it because it feels right or are you doing it because of like some whatever it is like you it's not really true to you it's not to your sole purpose it's not for you but you just want it like so that might inhibit it but what's important is like how you feel and your beliefs so whenever people say to do affirmations it's so that you can feel what those affirmations are and do that healing that you need done so you can manifest it it's not because you saying it is creating it con- like 
It, it is and it isn't. So you saying it is creating it because it's going to allow you to feel it. But until you believe it is true and you actually feel it's true, it's going to be hard to manifest. That's where that paranoia can go out the window because if you say in passing, like like I referenced earlier, oh, I'm so clumsy because I st stubbed my toe. If I say that in passing, I don't believe I'm a clumsy person. It just said it out of like, I don't know, just out of nowhere. I can take away that fear that I'm all of a sudden going to be embody this like clumsy woman. It's if I believe it or if I say it so much that I believe yes. it. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, that, that, that's whenever it manifests. So that's like why like if you constantly say negative things to yourself, you're going to embody that. But like saying, having like a down day or having like a weird like mood or something like that and, and you know to your core that that's not who you are, you can take that paranoia out the window. Third way. And, and focus on healing why you're feeling this way, not having a fear. Because fear will contradict that. Fear is the lowest vibration. So if you're trying to manifest out of fear, you're not going to be able to manifest very well. So that's like why he said, you know, you want to get your frequency a little bit higher, your vibration or whatever you want to call it and get to that like love point. Um, because fear, hatred, stuff like that, anxiety, worry, that's not going to be conducive for manifesting, um, certain things that you're trying to manifest. And when we say like raise your frequency, there's so many easy ways to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, it could be reading a book that you love or listening to music that you love. Mm -hmm. Hertz music is a great way. Meditation is a great way. Yeah. Spending time with people that you care about. Um, or like making time for yourself, like playing video games is a great way. Mm -hmm. You know, stuff like things that you like to do. Like if you like to crochet, yeah. do that. You know, it's not all about like I got to meditate for two hours and then mm -hmm. I'm good. It's about enjoying the presence and getting that. Yeah. So the biggest, one of the biggest uh, things to stop or slow down manifesting are not staying in the present. Um, the present is where you have the power. Now we often operate out of fear and worry for the future or regret and remorse for the past and oh I should have could have could have like done that differently like that type of thing and um that isn't going to manifest something for your future and then if you are in the future and you're worried about something you've already decided what that outcome is so then that's like basically you're manifesting that thing that you're worried about so manifesting in the present so the point is to get to the present and then get to the core of who you are you get there by doing things that embody you. So like she said, listening to the music you like, doing the things that you like to do without regret, without remorse, doing it because that's who you are. That's like one way. And also grounding yourself and bringing yourself back to the present, like, and then deciding what that future is going to be, not worrying about what it could be. Worrying about the potential yeah. outcomes, worrying about hitting goals or whatever, because the future hasn't happened yet. Right now is what's happening. Yeah. And it's easy to get stuck in that. But like... One oh, it's of, so easy. Yeah. And no one's perfect. I mean, I don't know how many times I harped on things from the past or past mm -hmm. mistakes or past decisions I made, but that's done. Yeah. Now is what matters right now. The decisions that you make right now. But I do believe that like what you think about all day is what you end up manifesting. Yeah. Because that's what you start believing. Yeah. I, I do. Because um, like it... And... Um, Another great thing too, like it's on YouTube. There's tons on YouTube of those like sleep affirmation video things people put out, and it's basically just someone just repeating like the same ten affirmations over and over again. But when you're in a sleep state, it's easy to um, 
reprogram the subconscious mm-hmm. mind. So that's like something you can do if you like need more self love or you know you want to manifest money or something. Um, you can play those. Those are on YouTube. Just put those on like while you're working or anything. Yeah, and one one of the things with affirmations. So you might not like certain affirmations that you think you should like. We'll use us for an example. Yeah. Like we like different types of affirmations because they resonate. So um, I have learned that if you are using an affirmation that ends up making you feel shittier about yourself, you do not want to use that affirmation. You're supposed to use words that are similar, but don't make you feel bad about yourself. Now you might be like, oh, well, who cares what makes you feel bad about yourself? When you say it enough, you'll believe it. But what, what can happen is the reverse. You'll say it. And every time you say it, you think the opposite of what you want. So an example that might be, let's say that, oh, this is gonna be really basic. Oh, you want your hair to be long. Okay. You want thick, full, luscious hair. So you say, I have long, beautiful hair. And then every time you say it, you think to yourself, no, I don't. My hair looks shitty. My hair's awful. Every time you say it, you think that. So even though you're saying, I have long, luscious, beautiful locks, if you're still feeling that you look bad, you're going to keep that energy like going. So then you would want to use a different affirmation, like either something focused on something that you know that you can expand outward on or something even more general. So you could look in the mirror and instead say, I am stunning. I am beautiful. I am perfect the way I am. I'm could, amazing. I'm yes. awesome. Um, you're simple. Yeah, and then once you start feeling really good about yourself, you can try that other affirmation again. And that can go another popular... Everybody wants to manifest money and like abundance and stuff like that. And so an affirmation... like Let's say that you are really down and out with finances or you're really stressed out about money. If you keep saying, I am rich, and then you think to yourself, no, I'm not then you're going to keep that energy of not being rich because you can't break that programming. So in a different affirmation might be, I'm abundant in all, or something about like what you already have, or like I have everything that I need, something like that. I am blessed. Yes, I'm blessed um, is good. I, my favorite one I always do all the time is all is well in my world. Yeah. Especially in like the current state right now, yeah. it's happening. All is well in my world. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. All mm-hmm. is well in my world. Um, but I love that, the one you said. Um, love, if love is a trigger for you, um, you could switch up, like, you know, switch up your affirmations to make it more general so that you don't have such a negative, like, feeling towards it because you feel that void so much, like, whatever that void is, whether, like, you know, But, money, see, that, that void feeling is something that needs healed. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. for sure, but... It's not going to help if you keep recycling. You know, I mean, use an affirmation and recycling those feelings over and over and over again. I always thought, like... It's like a Band-Aid that's, like, not doing anything. You're, like, have a Band-Aid on and it's just blood pouring out. And it's like, okay, well, maybe you need something more. Or if you feel like you're dreading doing something, like, if you dread doing the gratitude list every day, then don't do it. Yeah, because there's a negative energy around it. Um, And that's something that I had Mm -hmm. a challenge with. Like, I had a hard time... This is going to be so silly, but, like, I don't want to, like, waste paper constantly. <laughs> it's for, I'm sorry, I'm so go ahead. For real. Like, it was making a mess. Like, I'm having all these piles of paper, and then I don't want to throw away my gratitude list because, for me, it feels like I'm throwing that in the trash. I don't know. Like, these are – it's all very personal for you. So, I did not um, – I had an epiphany. I was like, I can't – I'm – cannot write these down every day. I'm much better sitting down and saying to myself, I'm thankful for my home. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my coffee. I'm, oh, I can't drink coffee right now. I'm on Dandy Blend at the moment. But, um, you know, like I'm, I'm just thankful. And that works better for me and helps me feel it 
versus writing it down. But somebody else might absolutely have to have a notebook that they write down their gratitude lists and their affirmations in. Um, another thing, long affirmations work for some people, short affirmations work for other people. I like short affirmations because I can make it flow into a frequency. I'm abundant in all, I'm abundant in all, I'm abundant in all. And it becomes like a frequency when you say it over and over again. It helps get you on that vibration, but that's like a whole other thing. But other people like really long affirmations where they list out everything. <laughs> like, like a paragraph. Yeah. Can remember, but it's, it's whatever works for you. Exactly. There's no one size fit all, um, period. Yeah. You know, whether it be get a nice journal that you love and the perfect pen. Like, this is my affirmation mm-hmm. pen. And that's what you do. And it becomes this ritual. Who's that's where magic? the magic ties okay, I was in. Say, yeah. That's where the magic comes <laughs> in, people. But. Yeah, so, well, this is where there's some overlap with magic. So, that is a <laughs> so much magic ritual. That is a ritual. Um, so, so, you can, like, if you really want to make it a ritual, you can actually do these on the moons, like, on the moon phases. Or you can do them however you want. Um, new moon for if you're trying to, like, manifest new things into your life. You know, full moon energy is any of the moon phases, to be honest. You can go in and see what works for what moon phase. But, um, you know, get some incense. Clear out the energy in your space. Clear the energy on your notebook and your pen if you don't have that exclusively for your affirmation stuff. That's a recommendation from me. Like, if I I do like to journal and manifest on certain moon phases and stuff like that specifically. I just don't do it every single day like some people do. So if you want to do a ritual, ground yourself, get your vibration right, and then make it your own personal manifesting thing that you do. And then you can start to get involved in other like practices where some people will like, you know, use certain elements to help with that manifesting, um, candle magic. Yeah. Stuff like, like I, that. I do like the candle magic, um, and I do do, like, the, not throwing away, but I'll do, like, the burning of it mm-hmm. and then discard the ashes of that. Yeah. Um, or people will do, like, I've done this before. Like, you'll do, like, what you're wanting to manifest into mm-hmm. your reality and then you fold it up and put it underneath your pillow that night. Yeah. Or you leave it underneath your pillow or underneath, like, somewhere, like, your altar or whatever until the next moon phase. Mm-hmm. And then you get discarded. You get discarded. So that's something that you can look into if you're interested in that. You can charm your everything you're using to manifest. So cleanse that notebook, cleanse the pens, cleanse whatever you're using. You can even use color correspondence mm-hmm. when you're writing it if you really want to get that frequency right. So if you're trying to manifest love, get like a red or a pink like, you know, paper or journal or whatever. Like really whatever you think of when you think of that energy that you're trying to like manifest. And then like literally charm whisper to your pen what its job is what it's doing like what its energy is whisper that into your notebook and hold it and like put your energy into it when you're doing it and that's like not only a magical practice but it's also like manifesting its law of attraction a lot of people like to do that you know our our words are spells our words are spells that's why they call it spelling Thank you, Thomas Moon Eagle. Thank you, Thomas Moon Eagle, <laughs> for that. Yeah. You know, and I think Mystic Dillon said, um, you know, match just the law of attraction with tools. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, that is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, there's so much magic infused in every single aspect of our reality mm-hmm. that we choose to discard. Even before I knew about the law of attraction, I was saying, if you think you're awesome, you're awesome. Mm-hmm. If you think you're the shit, you're the shit. Mm-hmm. It's what you believe to your core that creates your reality. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it doesn't matter if you are, you know, have horrible beliefs right now and think everything's doom and gloom. You can always flip it and fix it. Mm-hmm. You can always transform that reality. 
yeah, it might take some time, but it does take time when you're trying to undo and redo years and years and years of poor programming. Mm-hmm. So be easy. Be easy on yourself. Yeah. Don't give up. Don't give up. But uh, I think that's all I have for Law of Attraction today. Um, but our next episode, we're going to talk about the idea of like active and passive manifesting. There's other words for it. I've heard of fem- divine feminine, divine masculine manifesting. I just don't want this episode to get too long. Okay. Um, if that sounds good. It sounds great to me. All right. Well, at the end of the episode, we have Reiki. If you want that Reiki, keep listening. Do not drive because it will make you sleepy. Potential. You potentially make you sleepy. All you have to do is be open to receiving the energy. Uh, you don't have to do anything special, but I do recommend meditating with it. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. Thanks.